0: Kick off your slippers. Don't go to bed. The party is just starting. You can sleep when you're dead. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio.
1: So a couple of weeks ago, I saw this story. It was in the Star, but they nicked it from the Mail. Apparently, of uh, this young lady, Kirsten Ashby, who had been um, uh, b- brutally attacked, set alight by a neighbour. Um, and it just it just uh, it, it connected with me in a way that a story hasn't done for a long, long time. And uh, we talked about it on the show. And um, I was lucky enough; I got chatting with her dad, Paul, on on Facebook. And I was lucky enough that they invited me round to their house on Saturday. And Kirsten gave her first ever interview. Some of you may find this a little bit too upsetting to listen to. It's a bit triggering. There is there is a horrible attack in it. Um, but the, and we do talk about the attack, but the majority of this is about family it's about love it's about being a parent it's about survival it's about um it's about it's about it's about the journey that kirsten and her family are making now i got to speak to kirsten you'll also hear her dad paul um and her mum, lynn comes in about five minutes in and makes a cup of tea um this is one of the most remarkable stories you have ever heard okay kirsten when you hear the specifics of the attack and why she stood still, you'll realise she is a hero. I'm not being flippant with that. She is an actual hero. Um, so this is me having a chat with Kirsten Ashby. It is a beautiful Saturday lunchtime. She's just gone 12. I'm late. I'm, um... Well, I'm so, I think... Am I in Milton Keynes? I'm very near to Milton Keynes. Um... I'm here to see Kirsten Ashby. And we've talked about Kirsten on the show quite a bit. Um, She was the young lady who... uh, Well, we'll get her story, but she was the young lady that was horrifically burnt by by some arsehole neighbour. It's a story that really hit me and connected with me. Um, And um, yeah, I really moved by it. I've been emailing her dad, Paul and um, they have kindly invited me to come along and have a chat now I'm not quite sure where the house is I wonder if it's down here no, I don't think it is down here I don't think it is I think I'm going the wrong way let's have a look let's have a look We're close, maybe it's down here. Here we go. Here we go. I think this must be it. We'll soon find out. Oh, yeah. Nice to it's see very you. Very nice to meet you. I got a little bit confused. Did wonder. <laughs> I got a little bit confused. I want to go through? And... Thank you very much. How are you doing? You're right. Yeah, not so bad. Not so bad. Straight through? Yeah, just straight through. Beautiful. Hello, Kirsten. Hi. Nice to meet you. How are you Hi. doing? Hi. I'm
0: good,
1: you. You're right. You. I, am I right sitting yeah, here? Of oh, what a beautiful day!
0: Isn't it? <laughs> oh, <laughs> though, isn't it?
1: Uh, well, yeah. Um, you alright? Yeah,
2: yeah.
1: You're okay, to, you're okay to go and chat and... Yeah, of course. Um, Paul, first of all, nice to meet you. Yeah, nice I've been to chatting you to good. your dad on email. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, it's so nice to meet you, Kirsten. I, your story, I just found it incredible. And if I ask anything that's inappropriate, oh, or,
3: no, you, or you don't want
1: to talk about, you tell me to jog on and
3: <laughs>
1: whatever. Um, first of all, how are you doing?
3: Yeah, I'm okay. I'm getting there.
1: Yeah.
3: Very slowly, but I'm doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Can I ask what
1: happened? Is it too upsetting to talk about what happened or
3: No, no, um Well wish i start right from the beginning. Yeah, from go the beginning on. of the night. Yeah. Um well his girlfriend Lauren kept on messaging me throughout the week. He's this
1: was this your next door neighbour or nearby?
3: Nearby. Right, yeah. He was in the other block of flats. Um, Yeah, kept on messaging, asking me, oh, let's meet up, let's do this, let's do that. We'd only only spoken once. Right. Um, So then I thought, yeah, okay, I'll give it a go. And then she said, oh, come up, let's have a couple of glasses of wine. So I went up there and everything was fine. Them two kept on, like, sort of, like, bantering with each other. Like, she was saying, oh... He cheated on me. He went off with one of my friends before he did this. He did that. But they. He... You my bag
1: out of your way. You're okay. You're all right. Did you want your coffee? A cup of tea would be lovely, There's White, no sugar, please.
3: And yeah, he kept on. A... They they seemed fine, and then the night carried on, and then I sort of like skip, and she's laying. Lauren's laying on the sofa, mm. having a fit, and I've never dealt with that before. So I was shouting like James was I couldn't find him. I didn't know where he was. Yeah. So I was shouting like, Can you help me? I don't know what I'm doing. Um, I'm gonna call an ambulance which then he got quite angry and was saying, um, I'll lose my kids if you if you do that yeah. and I was saying, Look at her and he was like, Just roll her on her side, she'll she'll throw up and then she'll be fine. So I kind of listened to him. I put her on her side. She was, she'd, she'd thrown up, fell off the sofa. So I was trying to pick her back up. I mean, they had five kids in the flat. Wow. And then, so I was saying, like, come on, you can't lay here. We've got to get you up and get you cleaned up. What about if one of your kids came in? So, yeah, then I skip again to... she standing at the door of yeah. the living room. She was completely fine at the door, and her two kids are standing there, two of them, and James was in my face, and he was saying, "Um, I don't think I'll do it. And I must have been talking, and I think I can remember folding something up. Right. I don't know what this was. Yeah, yeah. And then Lauren turned around and said, no, I don't think you'll do it. Um, Kirsten, what do you think? And I went, what, no, I don't, and went to carry on. Yeah. But with that, then he threw the petrol over me. And within a second, the fire, cut, the lighter followed. Um, but I knew I couldn't run out the door to go and get any water because the two kids were standing oh, there. Mate. So if I have done that, and then them kids caught on fire or anything like that, then that would have been on my conscience. I would have felt awful. But I couldn't run to the other side of the room because James had set out a load of alcohol bottles oh. and spilled alcohol over the floor. So if I would have gone down there, the whole flat could have gone up. So I didn't. So, just,
1: so what did you do? You st- stood there
3: yeah, and took I just, it? Yeah, I was just running. As far as I remember, I was just running my hands through my hair, trying to get it out. Um, and then, yeah, I just remember falling down onto my knees... Then the next time I opened my eyes I see the other neighbour, Zane, and he was standing there, from what I remember, just two big yellow blobs, but <laughs> it was the police, it was right. they. it was through their jackets. Yeah. Um and then I closed my eyes again and then I woke up in Chelsea Westminster.
1: Wow. Mm-hmm. You tell it so calmly. This, I'm sure you've told it a few times yeah. already. I'm sure you yeah. must be. Saying. You tell it so calmly. It, it must have been the most ter- horrendous
3: yeah.
1: thing. Words can't even describe how horrendous that must have been for you.
3: No, I know it was. It was awful. But i kind of shut off, mm. in a sense. I'm quite numb to it.
1: Yeah.
3: So. I'm sure I've still got quite a lot of emotion to go through. Well, oh,
1: there's, probably, there's probably a fair bit of work <laughs> yeah. you've got to do. Yeah. Um, and you don't know why he did
3: it? No. We did find out that the week before, he was down in Pink Punters, and he was saying, um, he was saying to his girlfriend, I'm going to go set your mum's house on fire, and I'm going to watch them all burn, and things like that. So... He must have been fantasizing about doing it yeah. for a while, but the person he done it on was me. So yeah.
1: Are you Lynn? Yeah. yeah. Hello, Lynn. We had a little Facebook exchange as well. I've been talking to all your family on Facebook <laughs> and emails and stuff. Um can I ask you how it feels hearing that story from cut it must be I'm a dad, my my boys are much younger, but
2: I've, that must
1: be heartbreaking. Chance, can I yeah. come over here and let's... Yeah.
2: Go on. I still get really emotional about it.
1: Yeah, I bet. I bet. Don't have to, you don't have to talk if you don't want it. Don't worry. Paul, what? But what, what? I mean, it's your little girl. what What What? It's, it's the callousness of the act. Just the... And we'll talk about, you know, the recovery and stuff. I don't want to focus yeah. on this guy too much. But it's just the... I, I just cannot get my head around any of it.
0: I can't understand how anybody... How you would, how anyone would do that to another person, mm. you know, it's just, it's not even like you know when you, act you know you hear about these one punch things or yeah. stabbings and things like that, and that that's like a violent sort of thing, but fire is something else, isn't it? It's like acid fire. That that's just a whole other thing, isn't it? I just don't get what. I, I don't understand what's going through people's brain when they do that.
1: And final thing about this arsehole, because <laughs> that's what he is, what he is. It's not a beat around the bush, you know. In court as well, yes. He, I read in the papers that yeah. there was no remorse. There was gloating, almost.
0: Basically, I, I, must say, I was with Kirsten during the court. Right. Um, like, Lynn was in the court and, you know, yeah. They, the, him and his girlfriend were blowing kisses to each other and I love you and you know, I'll see you soon, and all the, you know... Ha, again, um, where's the respect? Yeah. <laughs> You're in a court of law, do you know what I mean? You don't do that sort of thing. Something.
2: Yeah, when, when the judge was talking and things, and the barristers, he was rolling his eyes and sort of like, oh, not this again, and, like, putting his head down and going... Oh. He was getting cross that they were going through it. Was it was an
1: inconvenience.
0: For yes,
2: him. exactly.
1: How long did he get? 19 years with a
0: five-year um license. license. So whatever he does, even if he gets a bit off for good behaviour, he's still got to do five years on licence and the slightest little thing in his back. It's not
1: long,
0: is it? It's longer than a lot of murderers right. get, to be quite okay. honest. Yeah, you I know, when you so. when you look at it, um it's as it's actually a bit better than we hoped for. Obviously okay. we wanted him to be put away for life, you know, yeah. a li even a life tariff, isn't it? Is it could be fifteen years. Yeah. And he got more than that so you know he i think we've got a good result
2: the judge was really really good he was really fair um he when they tried to use things in defense like he hadn't seen his children since it had happened um okay. the judge corrected him and when he said that he'd oh sorry i can't think that's right it wasn't a planned attack he tried to say it wasn't a planned right. attack although the Barrister, our barrister was fantastic, and he said it was. Yeah. And he tried to say it wasn't a planned attack, and the judge said, excuse me if I'm wrong, you can check whatever details. He said, but a planned attack means you thought about it, you carried it out, and you finished the job. Yeah. There wasn't weeks of planning, but he had a chance to stop. Yeah. And therefore it's a planned attack. Several stages so the judge was really fair, the judge was really
3: good. I've got no argument with that. Right,
1: enough about him. So... Next thing you know, you wake up in hospital. Had you been you'd been in a coma?
3: Yeah, I got put in a four-week, uh, what is it called, induced, in, induced right. medical coma? Yeah, and that's
1: they do that to kind of give your body the chance to to kind of heal and look after itself a bit today.
3: Yeah, yeah, they do. Yeah. So what was it?
1: What was it like when you woke up? It must have been confusing.
3: Um, I don't really remember too much about waking up yeah I just I don't know I just kind of adjusted I suppose I just woke up and I knew that I couldn't move and I couldn't talk and and I just kind of just went with it just done whatever I had to do
1: and when was it this when was this I'm getting the chronology was this in November that you kind of you came out of the coma. I've got i got the dates a bit wrong. When, no. December.
3: Yeah, this happened in November. Right. Okay. Yeah. And then in December I woke up. Okay. Yeah.
1: And you we're in May now. You've not been out of hospital that long, is that right?
3: No, only about a week. Yeah.
1: Right. Okay.
3: Yeah.
1: How are you finding life back out in the in the real world?
3: <laughs> it's um it's not too bad. Um, had a bit of a fright the other night but um other than that in what right what happened because there was a really loud bang right so i got quite panicky yeah and i just i haven't really been able to settle that much since because um, i didn't know what it was or where it came from but my bed shook so i then got hold of my mum yeah and was like what was that noise did you hear that um she came in tried to reassure me and stuff yeah. but like the police came and was like checking around the area and stuff, so it all seemed to be okay.
1: Earthquakes in Milton Keynes, blind me, I, I could <laughs> be doing that. Yeah, there was somebody outside because you heard
2: mumbled voices. Right. Carrying...
1: Outside the house? Yeah. yeah. That's,
2: that's right. At first, I thought maybe somebody was coming back on a night out because yeah. we're quiet down here, there's only a few houses. I thought maybe somebody was coming back. And they were trying to talk quietly to not disturb people, and then there was that big bang, and then a few minutes later the scurrying and the noises out there again, and then nothing.
3: The police come.
1: Any, kids messing around?
3: Don't know. Not at that time in the morning, no, because no, it was it was what about one o'clock in the morning, right. one two o'clock in the morning, yeah.
1: How are you feeling? How do you feel physically? Um. Itchy, right, itchy. I could see
3: a bit going. I was yeah.
1: going to mention
2: it
3: because I didn't want to draw attention to it to make it worse. Yeah, no, yeah, very itchy. Um, yeah, uh, emotionally and things. I'm, I'm numb still. Yeah. Um, She's but in pain
2: every day. Right.
3: Yeah. Pain. I've had a couple of bad days over the past couple of days. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's all good like. it's all good I'll oh,
1: bless yeah. you it's not
3: all good
1: it sucks <laughs> um, uh, you're obviously you know very very burnt you yeah. can see your face I can see your shoulders and, and your arms Is it? it's all over your body is it
3: Um, it's it comes down my arms my hands my chest yeah. uh, half of my back um, obviously my face yeah. um, but that's it for the burns right um, and then I've obviously I had my skin graft done so they've done my whole legs. So I, I don't quite so skin
1: graft is where they take a bit of skin off somewhere that's not damaged yeah. and is that then to 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 help heal the bits that are damaged or replace the bits that are damaged?
3: Yeah, it's to replace the right. skin. Okay.
1: Yeah. Is that painful?
3: Um She's still healing now. Right. Yeah, where where they've taken the skin is very painful. Right. Yeah.
1: How many of those have you had, and how many do you think you are going to have in the future?
3: <laughs> I couldn't even answer it. Really,
1: loads.
3: Yeah, yeah. When I first went in, I was having operations every other day.
2: Yeah. While well, she was in the
3: coma. Right. Yeah, okay. In the coma, and then when I was awake, it was every week that I was in having an operation. Sometimes like twice. Yeah. In a week, sometimes it's just the once, but yeah, yeah. That that is quite painful. Like my legs keep on. Healing and breaking down, and then healing and right. then breaking down. So in and out of bandages.
1: Yeah. Um, the way you're talking about this, and I know that part of you, you know, you're saying you've shut it down, and you've. Yeah. Um, I think you're an inspiration. The way you're talking, because you've been very, you know, you're so calm about it. You're so matter of fact about it. Um and um, I, don't, I There was something about your story, Kirsten, that really connected with me and i don't know what it was i don't know if it's because you've got a you know a madison a young kid who's a little bit older than my boys but a similar age i don't know if it was the fact of the you know that you're someone's kid as you're paul and lynn's kid as well but there's something that really connected with me and with a lot of my listeners as well have you you've been aware that there's been kind of an outpouring of i guess love for you? Have you have you felt that
3: Yeah, I have done. I felt a lot of, like, love and support. Mm. At first I was very worried of what people were going to think of me and things like that. And then I've realised now that actually everyone's behind me Mm. and are there to help and push me along my way when I'm having my struggles
1: <laughs> uh it's a couple of interesting things there you were worried that what that what people were going to think about you what, what what do you mean by that because of the way you look or because of this what happened or, or what
3: yeah I think it's like a mix of everything like um like a lot of people I've had quite a couple of people go oh you were so beautiful and I sit there and I'm like well, I'm not now, <laughs> you know, that's kind of like one of the worst things you can say to somebody.
1: Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and three hundred sixty five day returns.
3: Lousy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you was so beautiful, like you know. Yeah. But um, yeah, I just for along. <laughs> Do
1: you get? Um, I imagine that like get kids there and this stuff because kids. Stare. My my boys saw a bloke with one arm the other day, and they you know it was, they they can be kids stare. I suppose is that how are you finding that?
3: Kids staring don't really yeah. bother me because it's just the way their little minds work. Yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah.
3: Obviously, I look different, so kids are going to be sitting there like, hmm, what's happened to her? Why does she look like yeah. that? Um, even adults, when adults like look at me, I don't really tend to notice. Right. Yeah. Like my first.
1: Do you, Paul? Yeah, I do. Let me come over there. Right. Tell me why, go on. Well, it's
0: like when we go out, you know, I'm sort of like a, I won't say like a shield, but you, well, you should as a dad, girl, you'd be, you yeah. to protect your, your
3: kids. Yeah. You
0: kind of, you notice what's going on around, especially with the way that Kirsten is.
3: Yeah.
0: Um, and she's like so outgoing and, you know, she just gets on with it. And I, I'm looking at people who are around her. So I noticed people who were looking if they point and don't do anything. You know, I know that's going to happen. Yeah. But surprisingly, not so much the more we've done it, the more comfortable I've become, which sounds silly considering, you know, it, it does give you a bit of a boost. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because you, you then you, you do notice how, how much... How, People don't look and stare. Do you know what That's I mean? Interesting. Yeah. And it's yeah. like a, it, yeah. there is like a. Whenever you see her, you walk into. The first time, the very, very first time that she was allowed out of the ward at Chelsea Westminster, yeah. it was a big thing. Um, she'd been locked in this room for months, um, and we had this right on. Third, when it, whatever day it was, we were going to come along. they were going to get Kirsten ready. We are going to take her out of. The ward, first time since it had happened. So we go out the ward. All the nurses were there, weren't they, to see her out because this is brilliant. And we go out of the ward, and Chelsea and Westminster—it's a big, open hospital, it's really nice places. It goes. Uh, We go downstairs, have a little look around. They've got a massive fish tank. We're going to have a look at the fish tank, and all the way through, I'm pushing Kirsten in her chair, and I'm watching everything that's going on around, and she's just sitting there going, "Well." Okay. Well what's out there then? And it's like well that's that's, what like. <laughs> that's like is it Fulham Broadway or um it, yeah, Fulham Broadway. So and you've got like one football club at one end yeah, and the yeah. football club at the other end and, you know, people going backwards and forwards. I wanna go out there. Hmm. I'm like, Are you sure? That's like the traffic and there's I people. Know the noisy. And it's like, Yeah, I wanna go out. Yeah. Well, fair enough, we'll go out then. So we go out, let's go over there. So we we're literally sat on, more or less, at the side of the road yeah. outside this, well, Costa's or whatever it was. Starbucks. Starbucks. And she's sitting there watching the taxis and the buses going by, not even giving it a second thought yeah, with yeah. the people walking past. A couple of people looked and then just carried on with their day. Yeah. And, of course, I'm sort of like, you know. <laughs> and then you realise that, you know, people understand. Mm. And they see someone and they it's obvious it's Burns. Yeah. And they don't tend to go, oh, look at her, or yeah. anything like that, you know. And then I don't she walks into do these
1: days. Maybe. No. I think I think you're right. Maybe twenty, thirty years ago, possibly, yeah. But I don't. I think everyone's so much better educated about yeah. life and the things that happen that people don't tend to anymore. We've walked into
0: restaurants, a few restaurants, because we,
1: she's trying to catch
0: up for the last <laughs> six months. So it's like, oh no, I've really missed this. I've really made like, beef eater or whatever it is. And I really we've got to do this. Beefeater? Yeah. <laughs> Come <laughs> on.
3: <laughs> Come beefeater. I know. is uh, my mum. All right,
0: OK. But like, you I walk mean, into yeah. a restaurant. TJ, here we go. Yeah, TJ. You walk into a restaurant, and again, as a dad, I'm sort of like, you know, you keep an eye out. That one there's not batting an eyelid. She's just walking, boom, straight away through, straight to the table, sit down, get some of the dinner. Doesn't even bat an eyelid. You told me in the
1: emails, but we've only had a few emails. Don't worry. We? Yeah. You told me in the emails. One of the things that's kept you going, and one of the things that I guess keeps any family going in a situation like this, is your sense of humour.
0: Oh, you, you, you haven't. <laughs> yeah.
1: it, 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 and and, and I'm, I'm I don't know what I expected, but there's been a lot of laughter in the twenty minutes <laughs> that I've been here. Who's the biggest piss taker out of the lot of you? It's between me and her. Is it? Yes, yeah, between me and Kirsten. A bit of trouble between you two. is Yeah, there? we could
0: get into trouble with a lot of the stuff we say to each other but I guess you need to don't you to keep oh, yeah. sane we were sat in again we, we were sat in the bee theater there's a I won't mention him because he'd it. Be, but there's a, a guy because like Lynn likes the bee finger, so we do tend to go there a bit <laughs> come on
1: Lynn
0: <laughs> I know and there, there's a guy who works works in there we've known him for years yeah. you know so he's always chatting and stuff and He'd come over to our table. First time in there, we're in there with Kirsten. Madison sat there, and she's got like these cat ears oh, things, yeah. you know. <laughs> and it was just a comment that he made. And again,
2: he said, "When did you grow? When did you grow their ears?" Yeah. yeah. And Kirsten said, "Yeah, she's got extra ears, and I've got none." none. And that's the first time I've seen him with nothing, with nothing to, to say. To
0: say. <laughs> and then he turned around and said, what "Was it <laughs> about the one with ears? Wasn't it?" And I said, Oh yeah, and then there's you know, there's Miss Withers and Miss Noes,
1: or I can't whatever it was, it was It's what we do in it. It's what we do yeah. as <laughs> yeah. families yeah. and it's what we I, I don't know if it's a British thing. You do when things you know, are yeah. lousy, you make a joke you've got to make a joke about it. Yeah. Um We mentioned Madison, yeah. she's ten, isn't yeah. Nine. she? Nine. Nine. When is she ten.
3: ten? Um
1: October. October. How's she been with, with- all of this kids are resilient, <laughs> yeah, but you know the protective of, of mummy, you know i don't I don't know that how is she doing?
3: She's been absolutely amazing, she's been a right little star the first time I didn't see her for eleven weeks.
1: Mm, God that must have been tough yeah, it
3: was really, really hard yeah. um, and then when the first time she did walk in to my room because the hospital let her come in on like special visit yeah um she. She could choose one person to come in with her and she chose my dad. Right. So he came in and she kind of stood next to my bed. I got really emotional. Bet you did. Um, And then I was like, Come on, Kirsten, pull yourself together. Um, and then we were just sitting there talking and then she kicked my dad out of the room. <laughs> <laughs> I got kicked out. Yeah, Good. she said, Oh, granddad, you can go now. I want some time with mummy. Oh,
1: bless her.
3: Yeah, and then she stood there and she was. Mummy, this has happened in school and oh my friend this and my and she was she she was was amazing. Yeah, yeah. Um and then obviously my skin, she kept on like looking at my hands Mm. and my arms and (laughs) my skin, when you feel it it kinda feels like a lizard (laughs) with like all the little bumpy bits. So I said to her, Do you want to stroke my arm? It feels like a lizard. And at first she was very like, No, no, no um she was afraid of hurting me yeah oh bless um and then it took her a couple of like visits Yeah. but you know she never once walked in and like shied away from me mm. or anything like that she's you know since I've been home like as soon as I call her like whenever I used to call her she used to just ignore me and be like no i am carrying on playing but um or it'd be, yeah I'll be down in a minute. But as soon as I call her now, she comes straight away and she does anything... That won't last. No, no, won't last. No, Seven
2: bless. kids in the
3: same Yeah. She fed you in hospital, didn't yeah, she? Yeah, she... did not feed yourself. Oh, bless she her. you a drink. Yeah, bless she... Um, when I take my tablets, she'll hold my drink and then she'll... Like give me my drink and stuff to be able to take my tablets, and she likes to be involved isn't that funny my
1: my mum 's in a, in a care home she 's got m s really she can 't feed herself, and my boys love feeding Nanny Linda. they also like riding in her electric wheelchair and oh, using yeah. her bed that goes up and down and jumping off of that but um isn 't that funny and kids kids know that it's the person that 's inside that is the is the thing the physical you know whether it's looks or it's you know being able to move yourself like my mum they the kids pretty savvy that it's what's inside that's the person
3: yeah definitely yeah that
0: they... you could see madison you could almost see the whirrings in her, in her yeah. head as you walked. She wouldn't, didn't want to go. She wanted to go through the door, yeah. but didn't want to go through the door. And it was Granddad, you go first. I said, are you sure? And we stood outside for maybe two minutes, like talking about it and making sure she was all right. And we said, right, we'll both go in the door at the same time, which is exactly what we did. And I was watching her because, you know, however you put it, Kirsten was quite a sight yeah. at that
1: time. I'll bet. Um, Come on, I'll keep coming over here. You? Yeah, sorry. <laughs> no, no,
0: don't apologise, especially for me. Like especially for like you know, a nine-year-old. Had she seen pictures before uh, going no, in? Right. Okay. Um, and that was about ten minutes before that. Right.
1: Okay.
0: Um, and you saw her. She walked in, and the initial kind of, almost of a t- a, an intake of breath.
1: Yeah.
0: And then you saw her click. That's my mum and then that's it nothing yeah. else mattered and it was literally you could literally see a click couldn't you it sounds
1: like it's that thing that, that we all do the build up is worse than the actual oh, absolutely. the actual doing it and you're right you go oh no it's mum yes. it's mum she just looks a bit different that's yes. all
0: and from that point on she didn't see yeah. there was nothing you know the scars or you know yeah. the the bandages
1: and I read in I read in one of the paper stories that she was explaining to the cousins yes. as well. That, that's just mum. Mum looks a bit different yeah. now, but she's she's um, she's helping her cousins,
0: like because you know they're a bit younger and mm. you know people have a different temperament, yeah. you know, and a different personality. Um, so some of the some of the little ones are are dealing with it better than others. Yeah, but Madison just gets stuck in, and oh. you know, and he's. Bring them round.
1: I've got uh, some of the... Now, I don't know what these are, because I've got boys, so boys are into video games and farting. <laughs> yeah. I don't, but I've got some... These LOL... Is this, oh. is this, the, is this the right thing? I've got two of these. Well, I don't... I've got... No, I had to ask my friend, Catherine, my producer, who's got girls. I said, well, I don't know, What's these LOL LOL things? I've got those.
2: I'm behind you.
1: Are they... What? Exactly the same question. What? Is it These? Yeah. Oh, oh, right. So, like, tiny plastic dolls? Yeah. OK, right, fine. I can... I, OK, I yeah. can un- understand. Do
2: you unlayer them. Every layer, there's a different thing. Oh. Every time you unwrap a layer... Yeah. ...it's like pass the parcel, you get one part of it... Oh, then ...and okay. another part, and then maybe shoes, Shoot and then the doll. Minute.
1: Everything is it's a mystery to me, <laughs> girls. I, I say it's, it's willies and farting in our house. <laughs> that is... That is it. That's all that goes on. Yeah. All that goes on. Um... The go- oh, the GoFundMe. Let's we'll give that a plug as well, and I'll tweet all about that. Um, who set who set that up?
0: That was Donna. Sister. Your sister. Oh, I've
1: I've had a couple of tweets from your sister as well. Donna has um has been in touch on Twitter. So um, the go. What is the GoFundMe address? The do you, what do we have to type? Look at everyone going. Ah. Oh. <laughs> we'll find it because oh, I've yeah. got it somewhere. Yeah. We'll find it, and when you're listening to this, dear listener, we'll tweet it out and we'll put it on my Facebook page and everything. And um the support on that's been incredible, isn't it? And that's that's last time I saw it was a it was about thirty eight,
3: twenty
1: eight. Sorry, twenty eight thousand. That's um, that's incredible, isn't
3: it? Yeah, it really was incredible. It was kind of like the GoFundMe went a little bit crazy yeah. <laughs> for a day or two. Yeah, yeah, it was um, it was in. Like just over two thousand, I think, and then all of a sudden, like Shots it just up. started started going up and up and up and yeah. up and up, and I I just couldn't believe it. I yeah, yeah, I just wasn't expecting and that some at all. Of it there's,
2: on, there's been there's been big
3: donations. She leans
2: forward, Paul, to make me no, move. There. Yeah. <laughs> there's big donations right. and there's small donations, yeah. and a lot of people that have done a small donation were saying, I wish I could give more. Yeah. But what what we appreciate and understand is that they've probably scraped together to be able to give that small donation, yeah. just to give something, and that's as much appreciated as a big donation. Yeah, it's also
1: as well the fact that people care. That's it's, what it's, i said. said. It... As, as much as, more, not more so than the money, people were thinking yeah. about you and going- Because
2: at first we so, said no, we sucks. don't want the GoFundMe. We said no for a while, because people kept saying, set something up, yeah. blah, 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 or we'll set it up, and we were saying no. Partly because we didn't think Kirsten was going to pull through because it was. It,
1: oh, was, it, was it that close? Oh yeah, was oh, it was it really definitely it was that nice. close.
2: It wow. was mentioned end of life is imminent and oh. a priest came oh. and gave her a last rites. Oh, Lynn. It was horrible, <laughs> but she's here. She's pulled through. She's like you say an inspiration. She is, isn't she? But um, so after after get a me while,
0: going <laughs> come on, guys.
2: After a while, we agreed. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. And. Like we explained to Kirsten, it gave everyone a chance to show because people feel, what can I do to help, you know? Yeah. As a mum, I couldn't do anything either. I didn't know what I could do to help. Yeah. So I know how frustrating that was. So just the donations, sort of, people had a chance to sort of say, we're thinking of you and we're here behind you, mm. and that's that outpouring of love that you're talking yeah. about, yeah. and that's the way of showing it. It was lovely. Oh, you must be so proud of it. I, I,
1: it's I, yeah. Absolutely, yeah Oh, cool down. well done Lynn. well done <laughs> you going you, go on, you go, I, I don't want to upset you, I'm not here to upset you because this <laughs> the, the, the thing about this is it's it's a horrible story
2: Just sometimes you go back to of
1: course that you time. do, of course you do, and I'm sorry if I've no, taken no, you back there it's a horrible. it's a horrible story, but also it is a story of of your determination yeah. to um to get on with it, you know. And uh, we talk a lot on the show about mental health and stuff. And, um, again, you know, you'd be well within your rights to go, sod this, I'm nah, I'm not having any of this, but one of the things I've got from talking to your dad and reading the bits in the papers and talking to you today is that you're determined, you know, you've got a job to do as, as um, Madison's mum and nothing's going to get in the way of that.
3: No, no, nothing will ever get in the way of that.
1: Yeah.
3: It's like... And going back in my coma, I had quite a few dreams, I suppose. Um, and then one of them was I was standing there and I got given an option. And I could live or I could die. Wow. And first of all, I chose to die. Yeah. So it was like I was going down, I was falling and falling. And then I got given a second chance and it was... Do you want to live or do you want to die? And within that second, Madison popped into my head, and I was like, "No, I'm going to live." And I come back up, and I just carried on fighting my way through. Mm. I had my days. I did give the nurses and physios and stuff a bit of a run around, (laughs) but you know.
1: (laughs) I think you're entitled to after what you've been through.
3: Yeah, and there will be more
1: days as well. I, you know, there's going to be more days, of course. But um, you got you got so much love from your family yeah. and you're so determined. What, I mean, how, what, what do you hope your future's going to be? Or do you not think too far ahead?
3: No, I've not really thought yeah. too far ahead, really. But I just know from the experience, live every day to the max. Mm. You know, do anything that you want to do. Mm. It's like now I'm getting my dad to take me up in a, in a helicopter. Oh God, no, way <laughs> What do you do that for? I, I don't
1: know. I just
3: decided that I wanted <laughs> to do happened? it. Do you want to do it, Paul? I've got to do it. I haven't got
1: many, <laughs> but yeah, I, you know. I tell you what, because I, I went in a helicopter once, and I got, I got terribly motion sick but i tell you what I did um, last year I went up in a hot air balloon oh yeah oh, like oh I went I, I, I went a bit nuts and I, I booked a trip to Morocco on my own because I'm getting divorced and stuff And so I just thought I'm, going, I'm getting out of the country for a bit you
0: know you can get they do fly jet aeroplanes to Morocco. You just don't have
1: to go, no, I got a plane over there, <laughs> dear God! I got a plane over there, but I got a hot air balloon in the. Oh, it's incredible! Lynn I didn't think I'd like it, yeah. but it's it's just so quiet. That's the thing. So quiet. You got me, you and me will do the hot air balloon. Yeah. These two can go in the helicopter.
2: helicopter. <laughs> I was going to do it years. I was going to yeah. do it years ago, um, but nobody would do it with me. And Paul's scared of heights,
1: <laughs> so. Well done, making him go up in the helicopter.
2: <laughs> so I decided to have a baby instead, of That's
1: a choice. Of <laughs> so, baby, right? Honestly, do it. It's so.
2: Yeah, it's so I think I'd love to. And I don't
1: like heights, but it was just. Oh, it was just amazing. It was amazing. Anyway, that's your mum sorted out. <laughs> <laughs> so sorted out. Um, I've got, no, I've got nothing else to say, I don't think, Kirsten, apart from it's genuinely you're a hero for saving those kids, yeah. early you know, early doors. Um, and I hope you don't think this is patronising, but I, honestly, you're inspiring. You've inspired me. And I know your story has inspired and touched a lot of my listeners. Um, I just wish you the best of luck. You've been dealt a really crappy... Set of cards, and um, I will just wish you the best of luck, and um, hopefully you can get your dad to go on more stupid adventures <laughs> with you. Really, really, w- if I was you, I'd
3: milk this to the max. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't milk it at all. <laughs> of <course you> don't. <laughs> so nice to meet you, Kirsten. Best Andrew, of luck. Thank you, thank you. Thank
0: you. Experience the unconventional. Even boys. The unpredictable What's up to me? and the completely unorthodox. Exactly. With rule free Ian Lee, the late night alternative with Ian Lee.
2: I've got no internet for the last four days.
0: On Talk Radio.